Pastor Simankani here with the devotion in the book of Genesis. We are now in the book of Genesis chapter 7. Read with me Genesis chapter 7 verse 1. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household. Behold, I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Close your eyes with me as we pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the life that you have given us. As we meditate and reflect on the life of Noah, in this very important moment of history, we ask that, Lord, you may reveal to us lessons that may assist us, that may inspire us, and that indeed may prepare us for the soon return of Jesus Christ. This we humbly pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. In Genesis chapter 7 to 8, we are dealing with the preparation and entry into the ark, the flood and the exit from the ark. So there are three main phases here, preparation and entry into the ark, and then the period of the flood, and lastly, the exit from the ark. In Genesis 7, Noah and his family enter the ark, and then after seven days, it begins to rain. And it continues to rain for 40 days. And the flood waters dominate the earth for another 150 days. Now, follow this sequence with me. The flood begins seven days after God sends Noah into the ark. That is chapter 7, verse 10. And then 40 days. There is rain on the earth for 40 days. That is verse 12 and verse 17. And then the longest period in this pattern is 150 days where they stay in the ark and the water prevails. That is chapter 7 verse 24 and chapter 8 verse 3. And then we are back to 40 days. 40 days after 40 days, Noah opens the ark's window. That is chapter 8 verse 6. And then again, seven days. Seven days later, they are dispatched from the ark, chapter 8, verse 10, and verse 12. So you see the pattern there. Seven days, 40 days in the center, 150 days, and then 40 days again and seven days. There seems to be a process here. A process, beloved, requires patience. And before those seven days, there is a long period of time. Noah has to prepare. He has to build the ark. This took many years to do. Some Bible students suggest that the 120 years was how long God gave humanity to prepare for the ark. In 2 Peter 2 verse 5, Noah is called a preacher of righteousness, a herald. As he prepared the ark, he was also communicating the message he received from God, mentioning to the world what is to come, preaching the gospel. Of salvation, enter the ark and you will be saved. Seven days in the ark, but no flood. They have to wait for seven days. How do you like waiting? After all of this preparation, you have done what was required. You have built the ark and then you have to enter and wait. No flood. 
While preparing, he had been preaching and he had been patiently confronting the mockery from the masses. And I can imagine in those days that they mocked him from outside the ark as well while he was inside during the seven days. But the doors closed and it began to rain. It rained 40 days and 40 nights. When the flood comes, there are waters from above and waters from below. It is too late now, too late now to change your mind, too late to make an alternative course of action. Now the doors are closed, the floods have arrived. Now this was a terrible period of time, but those that were in the ark were safe. Safe because they had prepared. Safe because they followed divinely given protocols. But even after the 40 days, they could not exit the ark immediately. Process. And so there's preparation where they build the ark. But then there's also the period where they have to stay in the ark. To exit the ark would be to enter into their own demise. They had to wait 150 days. How do you like waiting? Here is the patience of the saints. And after waiting this 150 days, then 40 days again, and then another seven days before they could exit the ark. Everything in its time. It reminds me of the wise man, there is a time for everything. This is process, beloved. Now, if we are to learn lessons for the prosperity in our lives, if we are to grow in Christ, if we are to develop in whatever sphere of life, we ought to appreciate process. Kind of reminds me when I was growing up of my dad. He saw me walking around the house. And as I was doing so, I was, you know, uh, pretending to be driving. And he asked me a question. He says, son, do you want to learn to drive? I could not believe that he asked me this question. And so I immediately responded, yes, I do. Yes, I do. To which he began to teach his son how to drive. On the first day, he called me and he said, let us go and learn to drive. The young boy could not believe his luck. I went to the car. And as I got there, I opened the door and he said, no, son, we are not getting into the car today. He said, the first lesson is this, you are to study the environment of the car. And so he walked around the car from the front to the side to the back. And then he said, you are to observe whether there's any obstacles that could be dangerous as you move the car, whether you're moving it front or moving it back. And furthermore, he said, look under the car. <laughs> and so we walked around the car, looked under the car. And he said, son, that's your first lesson. On the second day, we came and uh, walked around the car. And then I got into the car and I said, you've not looked under the car. So I looked under the car and said, there may be children playing. And we do not want an accident to happen. And so I looked under the car. And then he said, now, having observed everything, you can get in the car. I was excited. I took the keys and I sat there and I switched. I wanted to switch on the ignition. He said, no, son, no, 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 no. And then he said, you are to set the mirrors. And so we set the mirrors, the rear view mirrors, the side mirrors. He said, you are to observe from inside now your environment. And then he said, look to the back of the car so that if there's people in the car, that they are all set and ready for motion. Seat belts buckled up. <laughs> 
We came again on the third day, and this time I was excited. I got in the car and I said, have you forgotten the lesson? Get around the car. We got around, got in, looked at the mirrors. And as I was about to switch the ignition on, he said, no, no, no. You have to put on your clutch. And as I went through this process, I learned a lesson for life which is that nothing is done without process. It is dangerous, in fact, to move without preparation and process. You can imagine if they had exited the ark before it was time, while the floods were still up, that it would have been the death of Noah. And so, beloved, waiting is valuable. Process is valuable. There is a time to prepare. There is a time to enter. There is a time to wait patiently. And there is a time to exit the ark. And I want to ask you a question today. What time is it in your life? Are you ready to prepare? What are you praying for? What are you asking God for? I, I, I pray today that you may be so patient that you would understand this process, that in preparing you ought to learn to build. You ought to take time to exert your energies. Building the ark took their energies, took their resources. It took so much from them. And yet, beloved, this was important for their destiny to be fulfilled. And having done so, they had to wait. Are you ready to wait? Are you ready to enter the ark and stay in the ark? And before you stay in the ark, you must get in. There are some of us that ought to enter the doors of the church. There are some of us that God is inviting into the sanctuary. You've been away too long. Come into the ark. There is a call for God to get in. For there is a danger should you stay out. The elements of this world that is so cold and cruel may deal with you. Enter. What is it that you ought to enter today? Some of you have been preparing your praying for businesses. I ask and I pray to God that you may take the time, even when you have not yet gotten money, Build the concept, build what you can build so that when the money comes, when the resources come, when the capital comes, you are ready. When the time is right, when God opens the door that no man can close, walk into your destiny. Do not hesitate. Be bold. Be brave. Walk though everyone else remains behind. Should you be entering the doors of the church? Should you be opening a business? What season should you be starting today? Enter in Jesus' name. The longest period in this process is the 150 days of waiting. The Bible tells me, And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Wait upon the Lord. The message here is to stay in the ark. Stay in the church. It may not be comfortable. It may not smell good. It may, uh, have all, uh, not, may not have all the amenities that give you the comforts of this world, but stay in the ark. Your family at this moment, you might not be going through all of the beauties that you began with and you said, I do. But I pray that you stay in your family even when things are uncomfortable. God is calling some of you to be patient when the storms are raging. Stay in your marriage. Keep pushing that business. Keep working. And then finally, the Bible lets us know that there will be a time to exit. I'm looking forward to the time when Jesus shall come, when we shall wait and stay and be patient no more. For on that day, we shall exit from the presence of sin, where we have suffered from the power of sin. 
and on that day when Jesus comes, we shall be able to enter to our final destiny. Let us close our eyes as we pray. Father in heaven, we are grateful for your word, grateful for this lesson from the life of Noah. And we pray today that you may give us the patience, give us the energies to prepare, to build, to wait, and also to understand the seasons and the times that you have prepared for us. This we are asking humbly in Jesus' name. Amen.